Hello everyone, welcome to episode 18 of New Vita Let's Talk. Today is actually a big episode, you know, we got the team members, the core of this uh, New Vita unit right here. Yeah, you know? we got the people who ran and also the people who supported us. Yeah. So, give a brief intro, like, you know, for those who don't know you guys. What's up guys, my name is Dave, um, I work on the podcast production team and some of the editing portions. What's good guys, my name is Jesse, I help you guys on the editing team as well, and anything else I can do to support yeah, facts. Okay, do you want to talk about the fucking half marathon right now? Let's uh, get it out of the way. First off, let's give a shout out to the people who supported us. I think that's the number one thing, right? Um, thank you to everyone who showed up for us to like actually do this, who believed in us. Yeah, because it was uh, David Davies, Jeff Espinosa, Brian Espinosa. Those guys were clutch, bro. Like they yeah. actually, mm-hmm. I was I was running the and they actually would run with us for like a little bit. You know what I mean? Squirt Gatorade in the mouth and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like give a shout out to people who even like after our core friends who were like. Just showed up. They're there and they're like, Sergio oh. Laura out here coming from St. Thomas Hill supporting us. Brandon, Brandon, Claudia. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, thank you guys. And you know what? Uh, biggest thing is when you got a team, teamwork makes the dream work. 100%. So let's dive in the pod. Yeah. Just uh, one last note on that. Also, thank you to anyone that did donate there. It's very much appreciated. Um, all those went to were submitted to the Heart and Stroke Foundation today at 5 p.m. Thank you. Do we know how much was yeah. raised? Uh, $525. So, that's good. It's not bad, that's actually. It's our, it's our first fundraiser. Facts. Let's double it next time. It's our next goal. Yeah, let's do let's it. double it. I'm with it. Right. Yo, let's get into it, though. Like, like in the sense of, like, um, how, do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Dave, you first. <laughs> uh, dead, honestly. Um, I'm not used to waking up that early. I don't have a morning routine. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to, like, uh, being up before a certain time. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge adjustment that I've been trying to make the last week. And then, um, yeah, just in the run in general, like my knees are shot. Like <laughs> it was a long time, you know, but we pushed through, like got some great times, like everyone finished. And that was the goal today was showing up and finishing. Yeah. yeah honestly, like the, the line, it's not a, it's not a, it's a marathon, not a sprint really like ingrained in my mind today. Whereas like, it's not worried, but like there, man, there is a lot of people I've seen where I admired them, how fast they ran. But at the end of the day, it's like the completion is, I think, the biggest goal out of what we did today. Yeah. It's like we saw a goal, we work for it, we put the time in, and we finish it. Yeah, that's great. I'm honestly, you're proud of the, everyone, the team. You know, like like each of us who who ran it and everything, because like it was it was one of those things where it's like. You kind of like think about it from afar and you're like, yo, what the fuck? 21 kilometers is a fucking lot. Like, I'm never going to run that, you know? And then so, when yeah, you yeah. actually put your mind to it, it's kind of like, like, it's not that yeah. like crazy. And none, none of us are runners either. Like, none of us are runners. Yeah. yeah. First marathon That's for huge. all of us. Like, yeah, yeah crazy. Me. Was there any point where you guys had like, had to like dig deep where you feel like, yo, okay, I'm getting a little bit tired yeah. now, maybe? Oh, yeah. 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 For me, I, yo, I'll, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. For, well, I was going to say, for me personally, like, I just had a lot of like the people who were out here supporting me or you. And like, or even you, just in my vo- in my head, just saying like, don't stop, don't stop. The main goal don't is stop. don't stop moving your legs and you can actually complete this. And that's kind of, I think the biggest factor was you saw yourself if you were the one, like there are people who started the run really fast, but then you slowly pass them. But the reason you passed them is because you didn't stop. And I think that was like the, I think what I learned the most is as long as you don't stop, you will pass people eventually in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like around, like, 10K, it was perfect timing. I know Jesse's going to respect this because it's my boy. But, like, I put, like, some prayers on, like, on my playlist. So it was going from, like, banger, 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 and then, like, a nice prayer for, like, 25 minutes, bro. Oh. And I, I hit at 10 kilometers. 
So I was like, yo, like, like I'm blessed right now. Like, I'm need Because those, those, those moments you got to dig deep. It's all mental. It's all I've never mental. Done before, you know, like, this is... Was that a supercharge? Because, yeah. like, I'm asking it for, was, like, for someone who, I guess, isn't so spiritual. So, like... Yeah, it was. Like, like I, I, I the, the rose usually, usually lasts, like, 20 minutes. And, like, um... I don't know, bro. It was something about it, like, like just getting deep into to that, like, per state where, like, I forgot I was running for 20 minutes. And you guys know in, like, kilometers. That's, like, almost four kilometers that kind of go by. You know it's what I mean? Lot. And I was just, like, just in that deep, like, state. Like, yo, let's just keep on pushing, you know. Like, thank you for that. And it, it was big. It was big. But definitely had a, yeah, there was a, there was a moment where we had to push, bro. For sure. Has to, bro. What about you, David? What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. At, um, like, for me, it was... The first like shattering moment for me was uh, I told you this earlier when we hit 5K like yeah. same pace same movement everything and then like I was like yo I have to dial it back or else like uh, who knows if this race is going to get finished uh, that was where like the first big moment was like okay like yes I have to slow down but like I'm not stopping like it's that's not the end of the race you know and like yeah. I had to convince myself that like yeah there is gonna be a finish line there. Um, that and then around like 12 kilometers as well 12 13 kilometers too was another like tough moment but mm. yeah same thing like you guys said like it's mentality right like just but the like we talked before the race um the only thing to have in mind was to finish right that and, was big your motivational like, speech before the race actually pumped me up bro yeah. i'm gonna ask you did you guys think you weren't gonna finish mm. like realistically like did you have a moment where you're like oh, i might not finish this okay yeah i'm, yeah. I'm not gonna lie like it's just that, like Physically, like, somehow, like, I felt like that was one of my best runs. So, like, honestly, like, like so after you know. 10, 11K, like, I was like, I'm actually going to do this. Yeah. And, like, that was a good feeling internally, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm going to do this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you. Uh, I was, like, I had some self-doubt throughout the week. But, like, when it came to, like, when we were there this morning, we showed up. I was like, yeah, like, it's going to be done no matter what. Like, I'd, I've been through more, I've like, with my workouts and stuff. Like, I, I can handle this. Sort of thing. The, but the week was kind of tough leading up. For sure. Yeah, no, honestly, I never knew I, like, I never thought I wouldn't finish. Because especially, like, y'all finished before. And, like, when I saw y'all, I was like, I knew it was, like, perfect. They're done. I mean, I'm that much, clo- that much closer. When you wrapped it up, bro, I was so fucking Yeah, and it was good to I finish so strong. Excited. Like, that was, yeah. I think, my biggest focus, especially the last one. I, like, I did, there were a couple walks because, like, I did rolling loud the week before, so my ankle was shot. Yeah. So like I could feel it, but like I knew my last like the, my full lap, which is what like two point two five. I knew I had to run it, and mostly for myself because I had to say like, we like we didn't start this walking it. So like, how are you gonna end it walking it? Yeah. Yo, I want to get Jesse. I know you didn't run the half marathon, but I know like you've been in those f- times where shit is serious with physically, like you're mm-hmm. a football player, athlete. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, what 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 kind of takes you through those moments? I feel like I mean. I'll definitely say, like, those moments are moments you never forget for your life. And those are the moments that kind of, even though they might seem subtle, might not seem big in the grand scheme of things, that definitely shape your personality, bro. Yeah. Like, when you meet Perseverance, when you, I forgot which is a coach, man. There's a coach, I think you coached at, at Miami U that talked about, like, conditioning will, will turn a man into, he says the B word, like a B word. Like, that's like, yeah. honestly, if you, if you were to, like, run hard, bro, condition, hard, 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 hard. And you had a choice to either give up, like even if there's a million dollars in front of you and you're gassed, a lot of people will still give up. Even that it's right in front of you, unless they unless the person has the more mental fortitude to push by. So when you think of like it might not seem big in the grand scheme of things, but just in terms of like your body, the mental side of it is so it's so huge. The human body is is, is fascinating. It's honestly fascinating. And it's extremely strong, but it can only go as far as your mind can take it. 
So you guys experience that today. So there's moments where you feel like you might, I might hit a wall. You're like, damn, yo, how am I gonna do this? But guess what, your left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, and just keep going, and you make it through, and you look back like, yo, damn, before I didn't think I can do it, but yeah, you feel me? It's weird because like if you if you focus a little bit on like on like for example like your ankle that's tweaking a little bit, if you focus on that too yeah. much, you're all of a sudden like not gonna want to run. You know what I mean? So it's literally like your brain controls everything. Bro. It's crazy how, bro. Your body strong. will give up on you before your brain does. 100% it will. Yeah. As long as you tell yourself, keep going. Like we, we did it during training. Remember, ankles are shooting. We're like, just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. It's fucked, bro. Yeah, your body will keep going, man. If you, like, it's, uh, the way you said it, said it, I was like, maybe it's not true, but that is true. Like, if, if you have the mental fortitude and your your body will let you know. Like, if your body's shot, your body, like, is not going to. Yo, David Goggins proved that. Bro. Yeah. This guy's yeah. running. Oh. What is he doing again? 100 hours? He's, like, ultra marathons, like, 100-mile races. It's <laughs> insane, bro. 100-mile like, races. Yeah. That's crazy. Un- under 24 hours, I think, too. And like, I would have same. to get that fact check, but, yeah. yeah. Crazy part is, too, remember, we're Canadian, so our metric system's different. We do kilometers versus miles. Miles are, like, double whatever we do, so it's, like... Well, majority of the world does kilometers, not miles, so... Yeah, yeah. It's just Americans that are kind <laughs> yeah. of twisted. If you were yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But they're the crazy ones, apparently, no. They always gotta be that loud. Like, yeah, we know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Trump 2024. Yeah, I mean, get into that if you really want. I'm here. We could, we could, but like, I think there's a lot of opinions, a lot of. Um, I mean, politics is part of it. Like, you, you can't say Fox. you're on one side and not accept the other side. Like, that's just that just shows you're ignorant. You know. I, so, well, I think I think politics in general should be an understanding. It should never be it exactly. Be, it should never be polarizing where you believe in one thing. It's like. Everybody's got a point to prove, right? Which is fine. You know what the problem is, though? The problem is when the center keeps on going one way, mm. where it's no longer the center. Yeah. Don't get me excited, but No, it, no. it's... it's. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a mental fortitude, though. <laughs> so no, but like, it's... We were the... Okay, it's, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, like, our age, especially our specific, our generation, is so important because we... Seen like, everything. we're a mix... Yes, man. We've seen... Bro, the 90s, 90s kids, especially if you're, like, okay, 98... 97, 98, I'll cut you off. Like, you got to see, like, literally the, from internet just really being installed, instantly, like, coming in, and the change of it, social media, phones, like, we remember from BlackBerry, man, from BlackBerry to the first iPhone, the first iPod switching, I still remember, I still remember walking to the bus stop when I was younger with a CD player, Walkman. Like, yeah, oh, I, had I, had, I had a great MP3 Walkman. Player, a little Bro, MP3 with player with a USB. You know, put a CD. And now I can have a Bluetooth, two Bluetooth headphones in on my, my ears mm-hmm. on my like, iPhone. The 90 oh, yeah, babies are kind of like the, the top of that wave. You know, oh, like, yeah. like, you know, when there's a, a wave coming, we're yeah. surfing it. We're surfing technology. Like we're with it. We're born at the same time. It's yeah. going, you know we, what I mean? We get exponential we, growth too. We were yeah. lucky where we got to eat the same food as like, I guess, like the tech babies. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. We got to digest the exact same thing they did. Difference is they digested it to the point where they're like the old liars they know everything it's like how do you do this oh it'll be you you know what i think it is i think the 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 we were in a perfect kind of like generation where like we had to have values installed in us before technology Mm. got big and Mm. then we grew with technology as opposed to like some people are just being born into technology like we had we were that perfect like mid hybrid we're the ones with no morals right remember even too like the biggest line is uh, like uh, this is what i know just from like talking to my cousin who was born in 2000 after you were born in the 2000s, you don't have common sense. It's a big, <laughs> big fact that they would actually say it. A lot of people actually bring it up. It's like, it's a thing. It's like, 
It's one thing that was installed in us, but like we very got, disrespectful. Yeah, you know what? Bring the comments, but like the whole idea is this: it's like that's our future, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, is this fu- is the future bright though? I don't think so. No, no, no. yeah, no. I, I get so. like what you mean when it says like yeah, iPad kids mean? and stuff like that, like. Especially at such young and influential weight, like ages, where you have access to like some some parents don't filter at all. Some parents do filter a little. Some are only educational. But like at the end of the day, like even you've seen how we've transitioned with social media and like the guys that like we follow and watch, Nelk Boys, like or like I watch a lot of Mr. Olympia, a lot of um, like Bradley Martin, like fitness stuff, right? Kenny Koo. Uh, yeah, like yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> they get them the the impact on like how your daily habits are or like like goals and stuff that you want to achieve and set. The the culture of the internet now is memes, trolling, like they're like you guys said with the whole morals, like it's just a culture of almost like disrespect in a sense but like them not understanding it because like no one should be taking them serious and at the end of the day like nothing that you say matters when it does like a lot of stuff can have impact mm. and i think that's where the disconnect is on like the disrespect aspect of it facts and like i feel like a lot of time like people like they'll say shit on like the internet but if it was ever in your face bro they're, they're not you, speaking yeah. one word man that's it i listen to a lot of podcasts and that's what they call internet warriors it's like a lot of people <laughs> will never say what they say on the internet because like if you even think about it put someone to a challenge they're probably not going to meet the challenge and i think that's what like an interaction could be right if you put you get someone to push you to the edge where you actually have to defend yourself some people get scared some people just don't know how to interact and it's also maybe that didn't come up from a lifestyle that actually allows that to happen right or even know how to defend yourself so i think that's right. like slowly as we get into this like older and older it's like spending time with the elders or even the idea of like but they, people don't respect elders anymore. exactly right yeah. and that's, they really don't but like, not teach, like back in the day and back teach, in the day they were like well, the queen elizabeth you know? and they teach us everything like, and i think that's like, why like respect your elders is such a like it's yeah, so pivotal <laughs> you should never disrespect your elder it's 100 percent. no i i i feel strong about those two things is your words and and respecting your elders. So I'll start with your words. I feel like I've, I've been personally practicing that for the past few years, since we've been in Ottawa. And it's been making myself more aware. Like people see it through different things. You know, some people see it through the lens of um, words of meaning. Some people see your words actually, you know, actually help lay down the lines of your life. So if you say words, they actually help really manifest things. And I think there's a tie of two things, like from the faith I believe in, but I also just believe like as a man to you know, if you say something, you have to back it up. And so, our, like you said, our generation is a little bit different. So we kind of grew up on both sides. Whereas to now, you're, you, can, you can say whatever you want to say. Call, say racial slurs when someone kills you on Call of Duty. Because you know you're not going to say. No, it's, I, don't, it's I laugh true, too. No, it's man. funny. Well, it's I, true though. Listen, I laugh too every now and then. But like, these kids are literally, that's the right wire in their brain. I can do this. I can do this, you know. And, but like you said, in person, that's not real life. Different energy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go and do that to the in the streets of Atlanta, Chicago, New York certain places in Toronto too and LA. say it to the person mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen I remember, LA, I remember yeah. you were one of the like the people who were crucial in like in like me in like my life in regards to like how I spoke my words you know what I mean because like what you said like there's a lot of times like you know what I mean like you said words are important bro yeah every, every word you speak like like you know like it has value like like even like I can't do this or yeah. or like um you, like, like what made you focus on that yeah bro just reading bro I would say like my parents so my parents are pastors and and so, like, I always want my, my parents, it's like, I, I've I've met people of faith who, like, they live the faith, but it's like, it's not really, 
you know it's not an important thing to them yeah. so i was to my mom and dad like you're not you guys are you guys, honestly i call them angels but you guys are not or like i don't say they're realistic like in terms of what i see represented in light my life like you guys actually like, my parents are people who dedicated their life to the community dedicated their life to the faith like genuinely like like the representation of that was proper you know yeah. what i'm saying and so it, I have an excuse not to be a genuine person myself, not to be a caring person myself, you know what I'm saying? Because my representation with that in my household was genuine. Like, it wasn't just talk. My dad actually, bro, I'm telling you, there'd be moments in my life where I remember, like, we'll be almost home. Someone will call them and call my dad. I'm like, yo, I left my purse at church. Pastor, can you go get it for me? And we're almost home, bro. 30-minute drive, go back, get yeah. it for Casually, oh, Pastor, can you come help me with this? I'm locked out. Or Pastor, my dad just... Whatever you do, even take my dad. Remember, my dad told me volunteer to take shift at McDonald's at the street. It was just yo know, casual, man. Yeah. I didn't know these things, you know. But I, I, I remember just like keeping in the back of my mind. Yeah. And so like, okay, like maybe as I got older, you know, even still with that, because of that, like I didn't, I took it seriously, you know. I, I'm baptized. I took it seriously, but I still wanted to understand more. So I went to college. I lived my life. You feel me? I did what I had to do. I experienced yeah. things, and I'm like, you know, at a certain point, I'm like, you know, I want to, especially when, when COVID hit. I started before then. I started reading. I'll say, two thousand like around two thousand eighteen. I started just reading the Bible a little bit here and there. Listening to different people talk. Jordan Peterson. Listening to different people. Just listening to different Peterson. people in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like just started switching it up every now and then. And playing football still, like like I said, just experiencing life and just seeing like what's real and what's not. And we've you know everyone can experience this. I mean, at a certain age, you can experience like you can say for a fact. As you live on this earth, you can see there's a facade of things. You can tell there's a reality and there's, a, there's things that are just not realistic. And those things are not realistic because there's things that you see on social media. And the things that are realistic is like the hard work. You, you got to pay for things. You got to do things. You have bills. You have lives. You have the you know, relationships. You have families. You have mothers. You have fathers. You have brothers. You have sisters. Things you got to take. Those are things that are important. And we see the values of things that are pushed and then things that are not pushed. You know what I'm saying? So That's probably the biggest one, though. People, people sleep on, on hard work. You know, Bro, like on crazy. social media, it's so it's so portrayed. Like you know, like I have this, I have this. It's so easy, but like, but like, no, man. Like, like if you really want to be My successful, God. it's like hard work. Yeah, yeah. really money, hard. The, like I think the biggest issue is money and minutes. Like yeah. how, like that's very profound in our generation. How we grew up, you can make money in minutes. Do this, do this. Mm-hmm. How true is it? After us living it, we tried it. We did. Uh, what is I am Academy. You know? Yeah. Oh money my god. Like, but yeah, yeah. Yo, right? And like, you know what? <laughs> bleep that bro. out, Brandon. Bleep the, we ain't advertising. Yo, exactly. Yeah. Cut yeah. that yeah. out, but like straight up. That is like, yo, yeah. that. We got Kawad, we had no idea. Exactly. But like, you <laughs> know it's what I mean? Yo, money in minutes, it's, it can happen, it's, but yo, it's bullshit. It's put yeah. your work in, show up. Yeah. Like, I think biggest thing, show up. You show up. You're fr- like the people you work with show up because yeah. they see it's a se- you know, sweat equity. You know, it's it's like, it's like the, the only way That's that you can get something like good in the future is if you sacrifice, sacrifice something in the present. Well. And, and and like that's something you learn as you get older. Like there's no quick scheme. Like yeah, sure. Like you can make like you can do a nice little flip on like AMC, make twenty thousand dollars. Okay, once you waste the twenty thousand, what's up? And that's what you know, and that's what and that's why like our auto and, experience was important. I didn't even cut you off, just because it's what's real, what's not, bro. What are you Whoa. doing? It's you can be a billionaire, man. You can be a billionaire, bro. Facts. All your billions you can pass it down to your kid, and your kid is not like you. Doesn't agree with anything you agree with, bro. And you die. And okay, you get this one. We've seen those cases of that girl, that that lady who died. She hated her family. She left her money to the dog. Like, bro, like, bro, that was a, geez, it was a lot, right? It was like millions, wasn't it? It's mindset, right? It's like, real, your kids are not gonna think. 
they, even to our kids are not going to struggle how we struggled, right? Nah, and that's the thing that. like, we have to realize. Is, like, they, they'll never struggle how we did. Yeah. And like, I think also that's why we do struggle. Yeah. We struggle so they, they don't have to. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing. Is like, is like from our struggles, we have to learn. Like, let's be honest, that's the hardest Facts. part. You know, like, I agree. You know what I mean? To, to, to really learn that lesson, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's so easy to just repeat. But like, but like you said, if we really want to teach, like you know, our children and our future generation, like, like as men, we all know, like, shit has to change at some yeah, point. Mm-hmm. Was, you know I mean? So I guess we can ask each other this: like, what was your, especially now, like, what we're kind of hitting, like, thirty thirties close? What was kind of your thirty? Yeah, I was like thirties. I was like thirties, bro. I'm like, holy fuck! I was like, just touched twenty-seven on thirty. Think about this, Bobby. Thirty-thirty. Yeah, we're twenty-six. Thirty-thirty. Oh, I thought you said thirty. The year thirty-thirty. I was like, puta, Bobby. Thirty-thirty. Because you guys gotta remember this. Like, oh, thirty-thirties. Okay, we're twenty-seven, right? We're at this point even. It's coming up though. Yeah, you're right. We're closer to fifty than we are zero. Hundred percent. Right. So it's like, especially now, we're like, we're establishing a base. Like, <laughs> sorry, fuck you guys laughing. <laughs> no, you're speaking real. Continue, man. Continue, bro. So Go like, ahead. And so my concept of the idea of Dirty 30 is this. It's like, okay, do you believe you're at what you thought a 30-year-old would be at? Okay, you fuck start with this. no. So fuck David, no. David, bro, I'm telling you, since, like, the age of, like, 16, 17, I've been thinking about, like, and I, keyword thinking, haven't been executing, but thinking about, like, yeah. having things planned out, where I'm going to be, how my income's going to be, what I'm going to achieve, and and how I'm going to retire in my 30s. Be Like, this was, like, all mapped out. Like, I have, and I don't know. Like, it's not anywhere near where I thought. So, fuck no. Like, so the hiccups happen, right? I think oh, it's, yeah. it, it's one thing we don't realize. Like, you could plan everything out, but there are hiccups. So, you, do you think you would be at the same place you thought what a 30-year-old would be? Yeah, I mean, I'm 27, so, like, like, do I think I'm going to be where I'm at when I'm 30? Like, what I thought? Yeah, I think I'm going to get be there. But, like, but like I feel like we have a misconception of age. Like, bro, 30 is so fucking young. Like, I can I can literally, like, God forbid, obviously, but, like, like start from zero at 30 and still feel fucking fresh. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, so, but, like, 100%. on that, do you think that sports specifically, like, gave us that influence? Like, maybe, like I don't know if it's a general kind of, um, like, outlook on like all people that be like because there's people that aren't into sports and stuff but like we usually are watching like athletes retire early 30s or you hear that guy's washed or like that guy can't perform anymore mm-hmm. do you think that maybe put like because we're all Pressure, sports guys yeah. like that put that aspect in our mate in our mind that like 30s old like 30 you can't do do it anymore sort I, of thing? I, I think in a way but also like think about when you were kids bro and you saw your teacher that person just graduated university at like what like and you thought they were oh and we look up to those you know guys, what i mean right? like teachers and mm-hmm. like, they probably just first year right out of western or whatever no, i agree no, that, i think that's wild where i realized like a 25 year old teacher who like literally the same age as us but they're teaching the youth and i'm like i'm like i went to school with you but, yeah, but that's actually, what i mean like like it's young 20, 30s, young. No, 100%. Like, like at the And I think what he just, the point he made was, was like, I think it definitely had an influence. Like, the sports athletes and... <laughs> you're good. No, the sports athletes and the, and the entertainment as well, actors as well. So, like, there's some mm-hmm, actors yeah. that, you know, they're older and they're still pushing them, but you see they have to do plastic surgeries or different things like that just to try put up perception. Yeah, Holly, up Hollywood perception. upkeep, right? Like... <laughs> but also like artists as well too you see mm-hmm. artists all entertainment entertainment athletes but I yeah I've been good. hearing that Drake's retired since tw- like 28 
You know what I mean? Like, and like, dude's still pumping out albums. Like, you can question the quality or anything. It's still producing though, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah. So I got a good question. Straight so up. like, if you retire that young, do you not feel like your passion is what pushes you? Because like, he's already got money. He's got status. He's got everything you want. But at this point, you gotta have. He had a kid, so now his passion is to build the future for his kid. Where like, this kid's gonna probably gonna be an NBA star if you think about it. His dad has him training with, like, stars, everything like that. Like, I think, isn't that your goal as, like, as a parent to be like, hey, guess what? I'm going to give you everything that I didn't have, and you're going to do better than me. Well, I think, like, when it comes into regards like that, is um, that, like, initially, like, the goal is money. Like, for anyone that comes from, like, a family that wasn't, like, properly self-sustained or, like, with enough income or anything along those lines... Um, the initial goal is money, but what money allots and unlocks is the freedom to then realign, right? Mm. And there's many ways to get money, like good or bad, it, and that's just the path that you're going to fall on. But once you realign, then it's like making sure that you have that impact and that focus on your community, and that will also in turn like help you like develop and give everything to your kids as well. You know, well setting this, the proper example for them there. No, I agree. And I remember that's that's kind of how we formed. We've seen that. You know, we follow the money. We follow the money. We start investing. We start following the money. And, bro, and that's, like, even to the answer, like, it's because it, it kind of crosses over in terms of, like, the elderly people, like, our parents and the older generation. So much respect to them, bro. They came over here. A lot of them are immigrants or detention immigrants. And, bro, they worked hard, bro. They just hustled. And now we have the opportunity. We can trade, get into New York Stock Exchange from our phone, you know. And yeah. so we start following the money. We're like, yo, damn, maybe we should start paying attention to this. And yeah. like you said, it can help you rely Mm-hmm. The so. thing with money is like is like 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 Jesse said like this is kind of why like we grouped up and started it was yeah. originally because of financial literacy you know what I mean yeah. like money is such a weird thing where it's like an emotional attachment or like like it's like how you grew up no one teaches you anything about money except your parents you and you know what if your parents come from a third world country like mine did we don't talk and, money. and 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 it's just debt then then that's all they know about money so yeah. I, I love that you actually said that because I was about to say the only people I ever talk money with is my friends like you you you. Our parents don't talk money because they don't have like they weren't taught how to have it, right? They're they're taught how to have debt. No, and it's just hard like, because like like people have a misconception. They think money is something that's just supposed to be recycled. But when like when like you really think about like money and you really read about these books, it's like no, nah, like money makes money. Money is yeah. the best vehicle to make more money. Yeah. So if it's not making you money, it's not it's not. It's and that goes money. back to like the the prior to like our generations being educated or having access to the education mm-hmm. is like back then like they only knew what they were taught was like to be consumers, right? Go out and buy that car. Go out and like get that bigger house like that's what they were taught right and so anyone that had no understanding of money for like taught to them or even didn't have the ability to learn because they didn't choose to go into a field of finance um they they just became a product of really like what was taught like you see commercials and ads all the time and it's always like spend 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 right it's never like commercial and ads of oh open like we're seeing them a bit now quest trade and stuff but like oh open this etf or oh like get into this type of investment. It's all bye bye bye. Those commercials, you know those commercials because they're riding the wave. We know <laughs> yeah, them. yeah. We all like Robin Hood, yeah. yeah. They're Quest- riding the yeah. wave. Like they don't care, man. They got exposed. They're doing it anyways. Let's make a commercial and just try. Guess make some money off of this. Mm-hmm. There's no intention about actually educating. I mean, I won't go to that. I won't go down that rabbit hole too far. <laughs> hey, hey, boys, but, boys, but, boys in the pod. Let's do a little swap up. I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna introduce a new guest. 
Yeah, I know. What a guy. I, I knew Coca should have been in the bay corner from the beginning. Okay, let's go. Papi shampoo. Papi shampoo. Papi shampoo. This is a big one. What the fuck is this? This is a big one. This is my guy. Woo, woo, woo. Paso. I've been waiting. What's good? What's good? What's good? Alright. Let's go. Alright. Am I good? So, boys. Boys. Give a little one two intro, yo. Am I good? Am I good, yo? Trizzy, Trizzy. Okay. Go ahead, bro. I've been on the podcast a couple times. (laughs) Okay. Introduce yourselves, boys. Yo, Sergio. They've met me before. Yeah, yeah, all right. They may, hey, you forget that I'm, I'm a pioneer. I'm a pioneer right. here, huh? I'm a pioneer. Right. OG, OG. Yeah, they forget I'm a pioneer. So I, I was in the first couple, uh, couple episodes CCC when this was CCC. Uh, me and Ricardo did it. Uh, first, I, the first podcast with Sergio two and I. Two, two of, of them, them. <laughs> four episodes, and they were yes, fire, please. bro. They yes, were please. fire. Trust me. Um, yeah, no, these the, Ricardo's been my dog for for a while now. Um, so was Brandon. Oh, my bad. And Jesse, Jesse, I met him in Ottawa when I went up to Ottawa and they were living together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let me say some things. <laughs> Let me say some things because y'all, y'all crushed it today. So I got to just get it out of the way right away. I'm super proud of you guys. You, uh, Jordan, and David. Y'all fucking went crazy. crazy. Like 21 kilometers is not easy. And y'all made it look easy. So good for you. Appreciate you, brother. Good for you. Appreciate you. And, and the thing is, I don't know if people know this, but Sergio was, was committed. He was training. He was running. Got into an injury, you know what I mean, which we can't control. But but you know what? Uh, should we sneak peek it? October, we're running in Toronto Half Marathon. Sergio's ah. dead. Next October. Next October. Next October. Not this October. That's next fucking October. crazy. I'm, I'm trying to get him to do the full marathon. We're going to do the full one. We'll see. I mean, yo, how could you turn down a a full marathon down uh, down Lakeshore? You know, with the Bro. CN Tower beside you. With uh, What lake is it? I'm not too good in Canada geography, but what lake is it that's, that's that's right there? Whatever. How could you turn that Lake down? Lake Ontario. Whatever. <laughs> hey, good on you. How could you turn down a CN Tower run with the with Lake Ontario beside you? You know, you gotta Facts. do it. You gotta oh, do it. Facts. Ren, how was the, how how was uh, today for you, bro? Uh, well, it was good. It was good seeing you guys uh, do something that you said you were gonna do. But, yeah, I'm proud of you guys, and oh, well, that's good fun. Facts, and you made it. You made some money too. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, I was, made some money. Was there some props? No, on nah, nah, nah. was making money, I was, bro. I was, was, there running? was, I was there playing game props? slots, bro. I was playing slots while they were running. He was playing <laughs> slots. I thought there was game props nah, like nah, Ricardo nah. under two hours, you know, <laughs> plus one fifty. Nah. You should have done that. <laughs> you should have done that. Joke. That would have been funny. No, nah, yeah, I was playing slots while they were running. I was up a hundred bucks, but I lost it. Oh, you lost all the hundred? Yeah, yeah, I kept playing. I lost it. So yeah, no, boys. No, that's wild that you guys really did this, yo. Like, 8 a.m. came around. I knew that 8 a.m. was the start time, and I was still in my crib. And, I'm, you know, I was with Laura, and I'm like, yo, these guys just started. Let me let me get some running right now. I was just on spot. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So, good for you, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. At the end of the day, like, like I said, like, this always kind of been, like, the squad, the team, the group. You know what I mean? Like, we've all been motivating one another. And, like, the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people don't have that. Let's right. be fucking honest. A lot of people don't have a group of people who are like, yo, like, yeah. like you did this, you did this. When are we going to do this? Like, like yeah. sadly, bro, a lot of people don't have that. And that's no, why, like, no. you know, thank God we're all here together. Cause, like, like, how long have we been training for this now? Like, it's been a long time. Like, honestly, like, since August 5th, bro. I mean, no, April 5th. April yeah. 5th. It's been a while, man. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even summer yet. I definitely remember this. 5 a.m. you and Jeff. Yeah, I know. Oh, my Jeff, God. Shout out Jeff. It's from shout out to Jeff. Bro. Real one, bro. Man. 
crazy. But all of us though, yeah. where, where, bo- were you he's, boxing out Jordan a couple times and uh, yeah, in, in sparring? Yeah. Then he got cracked a couple times. Well, he's in the bathroom. Yeah, he caught one too. A couple so he times. can't <laughs> he can't defend himself. But yo, Jordan, I heard you got cracked a couple times in training. Crazy. <laughs> crazy no but bro like all of us though even brandon's going every morning 5 a.m how's that been right. bro? it's good so you actually go every morning 5 a.m i try oh. to go every morning but like but like three times Sorry, a week mostly do. yeah minimum i go three times that's a week. crazy yeah. though that's, bro, that's big. i try to do five but minimums uh three how's that been it's good it's tough what's the toughest part about it though what? just going yeah that's what i was gonna say i think the toughest part of it gets like, easier getting, though. it's just getting there 100 yeah. percent. like just getting up out of bed especially when you're going that early i think when you go later in the day it's, it's a little bit easier but if you're going early early morning i think the hardest part is the wake up it's just right when you wake up because it's so yeah, easy it's like, just to go yo if you snooze nah, for five minutes you're 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 snoo- that five yeah. minutes turns to 60 minutes and then and you, you go you go like like f- three times a week minimum two minimum minimum that's what i mean though but like you, you guys were all actively in there yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i guess i'll ask you guys from like one by one we'll start with jesse it's like said the first the first i'll say the first three weeks is always the hardest bro remember you remember when you started your journey yeah, we're talking about this know, we're like yo i'm about to do a year of this yeah and we're talking i told you i said yo honestly it might suck but First few weeks is the hardest to like to build, like get past that threshold of like, yo, this sucks. But after that, you might start seeing results. And once you start seeing results, you yeah. fall in love with it. And then you might hit that wall again, but once you switch it up and keep learning about what you can do with your body, bro. Yeah. And the one thing I know about is like it's like with habits, it's it's it doesn't just take a month or two. Like a habit yeah. to form a habit, it's more than ninety days. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Because like I was working out for three months straight, but like no. there was still times where I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to no, hit the wall. It really takes a long time. Fuck, bro. You're gonna hit that wall, bro. 100. You feel like shit when you don't do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's more like, like it's, it's more like, cause, cause, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, like, in my challenge, I get to walk, right? Like, mm-hmm. some of my days I get to walk, like, right, three or four kilometers, but it's just like, like, I'm actually to the point where it's like, why can't I walk? Exactly. Move your body. Back in the day, we would not survive. (laughs) Back in the day, we would not survive if we did not move. And he's talking about pre-car era. He's talking about like when you had to walk, bro. When you had to walk, like people don't fathom those things. You're dead if you're not walking, gathering, getting the meat for your family. Oh, you're dead. Your family's dead. Immigrants. So you know, you heard the stories of your parents talking about I had to walk. 3,000 oh, miles of school. I had to go pick trees and milk cows, yeah. get my younger siblings, and walk across to Japan, and then back to Africa, and then cross the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy stories. Like, oh my God. It's a meme, bro. We're bro. meant to move. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I guess I'll start, okay, I'll start from here, but I want to go down the line. Like, what has physical activity done for you, bro? Okay, I know Jesse's a, Jesse's a mad athlete, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. For me, it's, it's part of my identity, bro. I'll say, like, in terms of, like, I want to say in terms of my identity of, like, like that's all I am, but in terms of identity, in terms of like, in terms of like, man, competition, like perseverance, bro, overcoming, you know, giving yourself every day to just suffering, but for a greater cause in terms of like health, you know what I'm saying? And as an athlete, when I was younger, I played at everything, volleyball, track, soccer, basketball, football, I got older. So like for me, it was just three sport athlete all the way up to college and man, it's just, like I said, part of my identity. Like, just health, man. It's important. Kobe is one of the guys I definitely look up to. Rest in peace. Kobe, and bro, Yeah, fuck. man. And just in terms of, like, enjoying the process, he's definitely one of those people that kind of put my mind of, yo, it's not about, yes, like, hitting those achievements are important, but the process of those are things, the process of it is what you're going to remember. Facts. Like, Game of Thrones fan. Like, is it the journey? When you watch those things, like, is it the journey, the adventure, but for real? Like, no. the adventure, like, yes, all those big moments are, are crazy, but, like, man, watching those people grow up, 
watching those characters, even just watching a movie, watching a character develop. That's yourself. You're self-developing. Hitting those. You're leveling up, bro. Every six months is a level up. You're on level two now. You're level three now. You're going up and just, like, enjoying those moments. I feel like that's just so important because, like you said, we were talking about earlier is that that's just real life. That's reality. You have to, you're going to hit perseverance. You're going to have moments where you're like, yo, I got to sacrifice whatever is financially, whatever it is, time for the next couple of months and for something bigger, whatever it is, when you have to do it. So Facts, bro. it's huge, bro. It's huge. Physical, I don't care. No, it's a physical, physical, when it comes to the physical, like physicality like that, like you'll see who you are. Okay, bro. I wanna, I wanna get something straight, bro. I've seen you moving like, like out of Sanye, bro. <laughs> oh, you do? Are you doing MMA? <laughs> What's going on? Nah, there, nah, bro? nah, nah, nah. Throwback, nah, 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 nah. Throwback. Yeah. Oh, wait, what do you no, hundred. Oh. Cause you're not playing. Uh, no, no. Those, those are, those are, those are some different times, bro. I was just doing little, little drills here and there, you know. Okay, okay, Fun so times, nice. man. Nah. I want to definitely. I have so much respect for. I, mean, I think we all watch UFC and boxing things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah you just know a what? lot of respect. Well, after for that. watching out of sorry to cut you off. No, but after good, watching out of okay. you want to do shit like that. You want to yeah, do ninja shit bro. for sure. Oh, 100%, <laughs> respect sure. it. Yeah. Respect. No, you respect. Oh man, there you go. Anime, bro. anime too, man. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm here wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt. You can't see, but like, man, there's a lot of man. There's a lot of athletes who love anime, and so just like just seeing it comes out to similar things but good versus evil perseverance because these are real things reality like especially mm-hmm. as men females deal with it too they, they see it man and it's like yo you have to you have to work the way everyday and it's not just it might not be physical work men's it's, it's you have to overcome something every single day you wake up you have to do something every single day you know what I'm saying whatever it is and it, and it grows as you grow it, it will grow that that responsibility Jordan Peterson that responsibility is important that sacrifice is important Five. and so Bro, the anime, different things like that. Sports is like, bro, it's. It, I find it so intriguing, but also so cool, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Adesanya, like, bro, it's cool, man. Crazy. No, I love it, bro. You actually look like a fucking professional MMA fighter. Bro, I want to <laughs> listen. he was moving in your bro, video, like, listen, was, give, me, give me a little time, man. Bro, I saw the video I, I saw so much. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, close man. friends. Yeah. Give okay, some okay Brandon, what about you, bro? How's physical activity changed like your life? And like, when did that kind of happen, kind of thing? Well, I guess it started happening when I started going to the gym every day. And it just the hard work you put into going to the gym, it just start it trans starts to uh, bleed into everything else you do. So like you'll have more motive, you have more motivation to work on other projects, other things. Um, yeah. So you find like it clears your mind though in that sense. Yeah, 100%. it helps you. Yeah, it definitely helps you think clear. You run, you just run smoother. I've mm-hmm. learned. Yeah, like if you just sit around, you do nothing. You just your brain goes to shit. Yeah, you got fog. You got brain fog. Yeah. And bro, that's one of the most respectful because this guy actually goes like three times a week, five a.m. every it's week. Real, bro. Yeah. That's so fucking real. And I don't think the more people you meet, I think you're like I don't think you're just like you're you're part of a rare percent of people on the proper on the population of the earth, bro. Hundred percent. In terms of, like mental fortitude, like you might not realize it, but actually, bro, a lot of people cannot wake up five a.m. with no like no one's paying you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You have no one saying, "Oh, here, go do this for you. you're doing it for yourself." That's well, facts. No one's paying you. Like that's actually I'm so real. Exactly. That, like. That's it. it. Yeah. Just yeah. Gym stay. Gym stay in business by the people who don't show up. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Built different. Built different. Yeah. Exactly what Coco said. Built it's different. Real. Yeah. Okay. Papi shampoo. Sergio. Uh, I won't lie, yo. Like, like this guy's been working out for a minute. Like, he's motivated me to like even do my three sixty five challenge because this guy's been working out for it longer, know, bro. Man. Like, but straight the fuck up. Like, Sergio. committed with his diet and everything, bro. Like, like I respect Sergio so much for that. And like. Bro, explain how's physical activity for you Facts. and that. Um, and what made you change, you know? Like, explain that. 
ever since I was like a little kid. My bad. Hold up. I'm a, I'm a popular man. I'm getting a phone call. He's a popular man in the city. Popular no, man. Playing, but no, no. Ever since a little kid, you know, I was a little fat boy. I was a little chubby kid. So like, I always wanted, you know, a little six pack. I always wanted, you know, pecs and shit like that. So like, ever since, like, I would say like grade 10, grade 11 is when I really started getting into, you know, going to the gym. Um, yeah. There was a switch though, bro. There was a switch Thanks. where like where like you like started going every day, and even you know now, what? bro, you just know, looking chiseled like I no. I know the switch. I know the switch, and it was actually when I moved to Ottawa with Deshaun, and I, I say s- that, and I saw these guys, <laughs> and I saw these guys working Yo. out crazily in, during was, football, yeah. during football season. Yeah. Like they would work out twice a week, or sorry, twice a twice day. Shout out to Deshaun. Oh yeah, that like, time was, was different. bro. It was yeah yeah like early, like you were probably like first or second year. Yeah, like yeah, around yeah, there. Like I saw these guys working out crazily, and like. I used to give myself excuses when I was in high school. I'm like, oh, I don't have time. Like, I got homework, even though I didn't do it. I got homework. <laughs> I, got, I got this. I got that. And I'm like, you know what? After high school, when I have the time, when, when, when it's all on my own time, I'm going to go to the gym, like, consistently. Mm-hmm. And after high school was when I moved to Ottawa. And, like, I saw these bands working out every single day. No excuses. Like, whether you're sore or not, like, you're going to the gym. So up. That, that's, yeah. that's what started it. And you became a chef out of all this. Because, bro, the best meals come out of city. Yo, yo. So I started, I started cooking when I was in Ottawa. Like, I, I started Fitman Cook. If you know it, Fitman Cook. That's the guy that uh, that started the, 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 the little cooking journey for me. Um, little lettuce wraps. Little uh, fucking. <laughs> the famous lettuce wraps. The, the lettuce wraps. What else? The uh, sweet potato, shepherd's pie. Shit like that. Shit, before I even know how to cook. Like, yo, it was like a trial and error. I remember one time I cooked potatoes for like three hours. Cause I didn't know, how to <laughs> but all I knew was like what I knew from my house. My house, it was, it was like yo, you gotta cook things. Keep in mind, my parents don't know how to cook. Ditto. Oh, Sorry, okay. but my parents don't know how to cook. So the 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 little like the 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 model in the in the crib or in the in the kitchen is like you gotta cook things low and slow, so to make sure that they're actually cooked. yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They don't know how to cook our westernized ways. Sure. Let's say that. Yes. Because exactly. they're used to cooking the old school way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like low and slow. That's how you got to yeah. yeah, yeah. Low and slow. So bro, I put sweet potatoes in low, on low and slow. Bro, to not drag it on, it was three or four hours of sweet potatoes cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yo, I was so cheese by the end of the time. But anyways, that's what started my my whole uh, my whole healthiness. I think it was moving to Ottawa and seeing Deshaun and seeing like all the football guys working out every single day, no matter no matter what. That's dope, bro. No matter what. That goes to show that environment plays everything, bro. Hundred percent. You know what, what I mean? Literally, environment plays everything. Had, yo, I remember them saying like, yo, they, they used to run at five, like puking during like mid jog. <laughs> you're you're not jog sprint. Shout out to you DA. sprint. Yeah, yeah, sprint. Shout out to DA. Puke, keep sprinting. So like, once I heard that, I'm like, you know what? You you can't. You can't say no to a workout if these guys are going at 5 a.m. after coming home after a 12-hour day. That's one thing I always say, and I've told Jesse for a minute. University athletes, I don't know how the fuck they do it. There's 40 hours a week of school, 40 hours a week on athletics. Explain that, bro. Like, like, I feel like... like you guys are superheroes, bro, because you guys actually deal with a lot of fucking shit. And honestly, it is... Those things also kind of push, like, shows you how strong the human body is, bro. Like, and there's honestly, there's a lot of other professions that you would think that you, like, that are similar to athletes in terms of, like, the amount of stress they take. Like, look at doctors, bro. 
a lot of them they like they'll sleep at the hospital their shifts are crazy bro yeah. firefighters their shifts are crazy yeah. you know what i'm saying like so there's a lot like man the mental fortitude is it comes with mental fortitude bro like the, yeah. the body is repetition like like i said after the first little bit like it sucks it definitely does suck but it is crazy man like you're not yeah, lying how did you find like when you were balancing all that bro because it's probably Tough. so much things at once like you have Tough. a student in university taking you know like 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 for example me like i took like physical health education mm-hmm. physiology at queens mm-hmm. that's all i was worried about mm-hmm. is passing my classes mm-hmm. but i'm not worried about like training and beating another team no, and, and making sure my physicals are like how, how was that no that's i would say specifically on that that was like extremely hard and i would say it's probably harder because i was in I wasn't secure in terms of what I wanted to do with my future mm. in terms of like off the field. So I, I knew like the path I was taking, but I wasn't like 100% sure about it. So like I wasn't like I knew that I wanted to play football. I wanted to play, you know, I wanted that was like I wanted to do. But football, like school, you know, you want to do school, you want to take care of that as well. So like you kind of like it's you try, you just try to balance, bro. You try to balance. You find a time where you try to find that time. You try to get help as well. And that's oh you know, my gosh, networking is huge in college, Let's talk bro. About that, bro. Networking in college is massive. You know what I'm saying? Notes, meshing with people to get notes before before quizzes, before tests. How people, you know, having study groups so you know when things are on on time. People remember, remind you. Did you get it? You know, the things coming up on Saturday. Did you hand it in? Did you do it yet? Yo, yes, no. You know what I'm saying? Those things are huge. That goes a long way. Yeah. So it is tough. Did 100%. you know anyone at Carlton before you got there? Yeah, bro. Carlton, man. <laughs> the story of Carlton is funny because I so I went to I went to camp prep in uh, Connecticut at high school. And so after in the that, States, right? yes, in the, in the States, in Connecticut. So I was going to, my plan was to go, like, stay in the States, bro. And so I came back, I took a visit to Carlton. And after I took a visit to Carlton, I seen some people. Shout out to Marley Patterson, real one. Oh, Marley's my a dog. real one, bro. When are you going to get Marley yeah, on this bro, podcast? Real Marley, get me a crib. I, I see you show <laughs> Right, real estate. Get me a crib, Marley. Marley, real estate, Patterson. Shout him out, bro, for real. So yeah, Marley's one of the dogs that I knew that was out there. And, um, but yeah, I took a visit there, and man, I saw the vibe. I wasn't too far from home. Like, yo, I like Carlton, bro, and their jerseys were beautiful, bro. The Oregon yeah, jerseys. They had some sick oh my gosh! Before Oregon sued them, oh my goodness. Oregon Jersey? sued Carlton, bro. Oregon said, "Nice that you guys are having our f- the wings." Are you Say crazy? word. Yeah, yeah. 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 quickly. Quick, done. Jeez. done. Damn. Where were the wings? What do you mean? So the or those the jerseys were bro. So I, I never seen the Oregon wings. Oregon had the wings on the shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, and on the helmets. Carlton, we did the same thing. Yeah. Same wings? Same wings. Shoulder pads and the helmets. Yeah, they had a good marketing. Your marketing team is but still lacking. (laughs) No, but bro, honestly, the red, the black, the gray. No, I'm saying no, the wing, the wing idea is. Bro, the gray jerseys were so unique, bro. Carlton. And then after that, on top of because of that, that was bringing we were getting recruits because of that. And Guelph was another team that took advantage of that. They put in a rule that you're only allowed to like wear three jerseys per year. So we had like six jerseys, bro, and like no, you guys can't do that. No, we have to. So we had to start so like altering. Yeah, man, it was crazy yeah. foolishness. Ready it was crazy, but yo, no, it was crazy. So yeah, Mar- uh, Marley's one of the guys that I knew, and also Nate. Shout out to Nate Bahar too. So anyway, so to continue that story, like I left. I went to JUCO, and then after JUCO, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna come back to Canada. And I remember Nate Bahar and Coach Beck. Shout out to Coach Beck too, real one, man. They came to my church, bro. Came to my church, bro. They came to my church Jeez. and brought the uh, um, the letter of ten, and I actually signed at my church there. So they came at church for the last Jeez. little bit. Yeah, bro. Nate, Nate was there. Back with the real ones, bro. And I, after yeah. that, I'm like, yeah, man, these guys are real. And after, bro, more people came out. Bro came out. We had, bro, a lot of Toronto guys up there, man. It was it was a vibe, man. It was cool. It was a vibe. Senior puppet guy, but they had to recruit you, man, bro. Man, Ravens like. That team, that team should have won championships. Oh, I know, bro. We all know that team should have won championships. Bro. I remember, bro. I okay, I, championships. I mean, I you'll see for a couple games, multiple. I, I know Western the big dogs. Too. 
Cardi, uh, Madam. I, I know the West. Cardi West, the coach. Yeah, Cardi, yeah, Cardi, Cardi. I know that I went to a couple Western games, and I know that Western is the big dogs here in Ontario. Y'all had them. If it wasn't for a couple of Fugazi penalty oh calls, God. y'all had them. Like, what I mean, fake calls. Fake calls. They were politics. There was politics involved. <laughs> it's crazy. If it wasn't for a couple calls, it's y'all crazy. had them. And uh, Western, I, listen, shout out to Western. Westerns, even though, like, they they're, they beat us up every now and then, we got, listen, we got we got our look back every now and then as well, too. <laughs> they're, they're, bro, teams like that, Sherbrooke, Montreal, you know, um, Alberta, teams like that, they're like, they're paving the way for sports, man. You sports, Carlton basketball team, people, like, success, dynasties, bro. Showing that, like, yo, we have athletes that literally, if they were born across the border, they'd be going D1 and they'd be going league. And it's a truth, bro. Yo, shout out Tanya Leke. Bro. <laughs> Is he still in the you league? You drop, bro. Tanya, yes, of course, bro. Yeah, yeah. Tanya, that's a, that's a, he has a ring, bro. Man. I respect that guy, bro. I, I remember, I, I'll tell a story. I'll tell a story. I remember, I, I met him one time, like, during Carlton, right? One time, yeah, or a couple times, sure. With, when I was with the Sean and, and, and chilling with the Sean, right? Yeah. I, I saw him downtown in the club in Ottawa once he was in the CFL and everything like that, bro. Rowdy, <laughs> rowdy. I saw him one time when he was when he was out in the CFL, bro. I see him downtown. He, Ricardo, how you doing, bro? Shake my yeah. hand, bro. I'm like, bro, real, like so real, bro. That guy's so real, so humble, so so sick on the fucking field, bro. He's crazy in the field, bro. He's he's literally a human joystick, bro. Return it, like. That's one thing that really impressed me. Like everything else, I think he's an athlete and he's really intelligent, which is like why he takes advantage at those positions, man. But the punt return skills really shows how much of a dominant athlete he is. But special teams, if you play sports, you play football, you know special teams is a different ball game now. Yeah. It's athlete doggy dog. <laughs> yeah, I got to pay my rent type. It's you already know how it is. <laughs> yeah, bro. Special teams, bro. Special teams are the dogs are different. It's it's not a joke out there, yeah, bro. It's doggy yeah, dog. Yeah. And yo, catching that ball, all those guys are coming at you trying to kill you, and you whoop, 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 yeah. out of there. And Wazy does it, man, bro. Beast, bro. Yo, I'm, I want to take a full 360 turn right yeah. here because I have these two right here. Yeah. What do we think about Andrew Tate being canceled? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yo, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Go ahead now. We want this YouTube to stay on there, right? Like, it's we want cool. this video to stay on YouTube. So, it's, it's cool. we can talk about him. You just can't. Let's, let's not get, you know. Too deep into it's, it's that. Not, yeah, but what do you think about Andy Tate getting canceled? Let's start. Let's start I think it's cool. bullshit. Let me let me go right away. I think it's bullshit. You know what? I think if you don't like Andy Tate, I think if you have a problem against Andy Tate, it's that you haven't heard his you haven't heard his full interviews. I think that you've heard little snippets here and there, or you're just repeating what everyone else has said about Andy Tate, or what like the whole uh, mainstream media is saying about Andy Tate. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's like your genuine opinion, cause, cause if you hear him, it's hard to it's hard to not. I hear agree what you're saying. Like you gotta listen saying. to the full. If clip. you don't hear the full point, it's hard to it's it's Context. hard to not agree. You know, like maybe he says it in a different way. Maybe he says it in a way that it's a little bit harsh. But at the end of the day, like, what one of the podcasts, uh, what one of the what one of the hosts said the other day was. You know what? If you talk to eight-year-olds or people over sixty, people even over fifty, they would probably all agree with you. But it's mm. it's the age of it's the it's the internet age. That's like they can take a little snippet of your video that's and turn it. it and twist it into something that it isn't, that's... and they won't agree with you. Yeah, because because back in the day they couldn't clip shit like that. Exactly, and yeah. and what he's saying is, you know what? It might be a, it might come off aggressive. It might come off. Um, Rowdy. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Rowdy. It might come off rowdy, but <laughs> personally, I don't think it is. I think it's it's. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. I don't think yeah, it's rowdy. No, no, no. I don't think I, it's rowdy. That's respectable. Yes. What do you think, Ben? 
Well, the problem the problem with banning Andrew Tate is the it's the banning of speech and the banning of ideas. Facts. So if you're gonna ban him, you gotta at least you gotta put him let him defend himself. So then if you sorry if you disagree with Andrew Tate, then you need to basically explain why you disagree with Andrew Tate, not just ban him off the platform and stop conversations. I got one I, more thing. I got one more thing. It's okay if you go against Andrew Tate. That's not a problem. Right. The problem is the fact that he's being deleted. You know, you might you might be celebra- you might be celebrating, oh yes, he's being deleted, but you won't be celebrating once this happens to you. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it shouldn't be happening to anybody. It's just freedom of speech. He's not he's not doing anything illegal. He's not he's not saying anything uh, fucking like illegal. That's right. it. It's it's not anything illegal. So the fact that he's being deleted off something that's just freedom yeah. of speech it should be scary to everybody. But the you, fact that they can do that to that, but they won't do that to like all the X-rated shit that's on internet. That's in, on, on the internet, all the all the foul, foul, foul shit that's on the internet. Shorties but be the, praising Kim Kardashian. Not even crazy. No, but listen, I, I, listen, 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 listen. Her mother like put out her sex tape. Like, like her, like it's it's it, it's actually proven. Like Ray bro. J was talking about that shit a couple days ago. And yes, listen, facts. and Shorties are praising her. Yeah, yeah, we exactly. delete Andrew Tate. Don't risk the fact that you delete Bro. that guy, but you don't, <laughs> but you don't delete all the foul <laughs> shit that's like on the started. internet. It's the fact facts. that you delete him, but you don't delete all the foul shit that's on the internet, it, it, it speaks volumes. But you, you know? don't get freedom of speech on social media platforms. That's a problem. That's a slippery slope. It is a problem, but it's just like it's like I said, it's their Jesse, platform. I remember the days where we talked about this, bro. Bro, that's, like, that's why I'm, just, I'm here just thinking about like everything, like bro. It's, it's can't tell them how to run their business. It's, no, I agree. I agree, True. but at the same time, you, like if you you abide in the country, you gotta abide by those laws and the freedoms. We just still a thing, man. You, but it's like I can go into you, I can go into your store and say shit, and you can kick me out and ban me from your store. I do agree. I do. Agree. That's the problem. I do agree. It's a slippery that. slope. It's a slippery slope. Like I agree, you shouldn't ban them. But like it's their their yeah. site. I think the biggest problem is, is that these social media platforms are literally the most popular in the whole entire world. Yeah, like Facebook. The problem Instagram. is that's how all ideas are shared now. No, I mean like they all coming from like America. They're all own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's very like, oh, propaganda. We can talk about all those things. It's, yeah. I agree. It's bro, propaganda is a strong thing. Bro, it's a dangerous thing. It's yeah. a slippery slope, bro. It really and is. Say, Donald Trump, a sitting president, got banned as well. And he's gonna run again, so, bro. He's gonna run again in twenty twenty four. And he's gonna yeah. come fucking strong. And he's gonna win. If he runs, he's winning. I don't give a damn what anyone says. If if that guy runs again, he's winning. He probably will. Because people lie. are sick of Sleepy Joe. But I just hope. I just hope. <laughs> man, Yo, the I videos hope, of him bro, like doing, doing not, like, like shaking shaking imaginary people's hands and falling. This guy's on crazy. Fall off the bike. Oh my gosh. The, the bicycle fall, bro. That was crazy. Hilarious, bro. I said this Hilarious. is dangerous. How is he president? This is dangerous. No, but it's actually it's actually dangerous though. But bro, people are not paying real heard. She like sheeple is a real thing. Like people don't understand. Like and that's why I hope like man, the people around you, your friends, your loved ones, if you can just be a beacon for them, yo, you're encouraging them to think for themselves. Cause yo, all those things, yo, there there's signs showing you to things. Things are happening, bro. It's not bro, ten years was not the same way it is now. We're talking about freedom of speech being taken away from people for for ideas that are not that serious. For ideas for things are actually aligned with things are actually yo, you know, yes some things I don't agree with some the way like the life some lifestyles he that Andrew Taylor, uh, says, but the moral things he's telling people is true. Down, yeah. Jordan Peterson as well, bro. The you see how they came for Jordan Peterson, bro. I part Jordan Peterson because yo the man is, he actually is fighting like literally you can tell yo he's fighting yeah, for life. Like, there's a there's a war going yeah, on. Yeah, that's why part because yeah. you can tell like, his life is on the line for that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man.
and shout out Michaela Peterson because she's hard. Michaela Peterson's Ma- podcast. Michaela Peterson is is crazy. It's crazy for that. Crazy. Yo, yeah, hold on. Someone swap. swap in for Jordan because Jordan's been trying to get in for the last thirty minutes. Yeah. Right? Why do you get? Oh, like that's Jordan. Like, that's why I don't understand. Like that's why I don't understand. Like why get, you get out, bro? Get on Trust, video, Jordan. Listen, listen, listen. Like why get? Out, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's my problem, bro. Listen, 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 listen. Get on video. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I'm so confused. Give me some time to talk, then. Listen. Yo, spit it out. Spit it out. Nah, not even that. Just is the live going still or no? Yeah, how's the live been? It's going well. I love it though. Jordan, Jordan. No, so listen. Itching. Spit it out. Not even this. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Any, any big questions? Wait, shh. Wait, shh. Jordan, what's up? Spit it out. So, what do you have to say, bro? So, let me start off with this. So, I swapped Sergio in thinking he wanted to come in. No, he was offering me a drink. I still had a drink. So, like, it was kind of a bad play on my end, right? And then, I see my boy Habs over here. Wait, what? Yeah. What about No, me? it was... I seen you making plays in the Hold up. Here. We have freaking Havel here, bro. And that's This is I'm the saying. first time a man like Havel, Yusuf, is making an appearance. Yeah. Great guy. One of my best friends. My brother. Where did my drink go? Let me finish the story. Oh, my God. Is that your drink? Are you going to take my drink? I thought that was your drink. And that's all. No, it's mine. So, this is... That's what I'm saying. Let me finish the story. Because, like, Havel's looking... I was like, yo, tag yeah. me in, tag me in. No, no. So Hav wanted in. So no, I want no. to hear Hav's, Hav's part. It's not true. That's, that's not what happened. What happened? Did you get tagged in? No, you, I was ready to jump in. So that's what I'm saying. So like, Yeah, yeah. All I said was, Jesse, let me know when you want to swap. Jesse said, no problem. You're Jesse's over there. Jesse's not ready to swap, yo. No, no. <laughs> no, I Brandon wanted to know. So I let that Brandon. That's a two swap. Oh, yeah. The, the anyways, issue, anyways, let, yo, the, the yo, issue let's was. Let's just dive right into it with Habs, though. Yeah. Probably what are we diving what? into? Sorry, the, the issue was what? Sorry? The issue was Coca sitting over there trying to get everyone's attention, saying, let me in, let me in. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, the most. No, it reminded me of a kid at the jungle gym at McDonald's <laughs> back in the day. Let me on. Let me he's see the w- Yeah. He's a WWE tag team. And we all just said, Coca, relax, oh relax. Let him, let him do this. I won't lie. I saw him going this. I was like, Papa. Don't worry, we won't. Yo, we don't. won't take your spot. Bro. Don't <laughs> to be honest, with you, I was just trying to facilitate how people come in and out. Anyways, Habs, for those who don't know you, grab yeah. me like that. Ever, eh? <laughs> Hope you know that. Eh? Don't ever fucking grab back in my head. <laughs> okay, okay. How about this? What? How's that? How's that? that? That's okay. a clip. Yo, that's a clip. Yeah, Sergio? it is. It is it's gonna be a clip. Yeah, see, because you got that metal on, you think you can talk loud? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, Sergio. Don't <laughs> worry. So no, you, you and I, let's talk for a second. These two guys here are flashing these medals. I see that. Yeah. And, and the hoodies. And the hoodies. Yeah. Let me flash my chain. There you go. That's about all it is. That's all that I saw I got. Yeah. So let's be honest. Theirs is looking a lot better. But yo, Habs. Talk to me. I talk appreciate me. you, brother, having us over. This is Habs crib right here. Yeah. I told you, open door policy. Don't sleep, though. Has is a businessman, entrepreneur, yeah. owns his own company yeah. out here, oh, cash yeah. flowing from this property, Airbnb yeah. in it. Yeah. Bro, how's everything been? Honestly, good, like busy. It's, uh, I would say like the main thing I'm learning from this entire experience is just like time management. So you're Airbnb in this crib, right? Yeah, um, that's news to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, you let, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear the Airbnb so, business because I'm interested. Like I'm, I mean, f- new to it, very fresh. Uh, I've probably had... I think five bookings so far, um, and 
my one of mate them was like for a couple weeks uh yeah one of them was for 15 days it was a family from colombia actually did you sleep in the car or where would you sleep no i sleep at home <laughs> i got born and raised in london you know i got family here so okay. so, so that's a blessing so you have and, somewhere to go home to yeah i got somewhere to go home to um if i'm real lucky i got someone to go home to but that's a clip let me just say this most <laughs> times i'm not lucky you know what i mean <laughs> right, right so right, right. um but yeah <laughs> yeah honestly like my, my my main goal is is turn this property into cash flow um and, and go from there what got honestly. you into the airbnb game yeah. what got me into it yeah uh honestly big shout out what got me into it is probably ricardo <laughs> my boy um because like what like what sparked it was you getting into real estate and and obviously we hang out from you know as often as we can so so when you were inspired by it and when you got into real estate I mean, you, I think I don't even know how it started, but I think we at some point started talking What's about crazy. Is I remember one time in the winter we yeah. were walking. We went for a hike. Abel and I were yeah. going for a hike. Me, you, and Simba. Park with Simba. Yeah. And then we we're talking. We we're talking. And I was like, "Yeah, like I want to get into a crib. Yeah. You know, maybe I eventually want to Airbnb it. Yeah. And then, bro, like you did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was a stressful, long, like difficult process, and it got to the point where. Uh, it got to the point where like i didn't even think this first property was going to happen and you know it it all came through everything worked out um so now it's the goal is one property to two two to four you know four to eight you know best case scenario but it, it's crazy to think how it all started from me and you walking in the forest little hike me you and simba in the dead of winter <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to ask you, uh, what does it take to be a... Is this a good question or is it just a question? No, I would say it's a good question. <laughs> I look line? at what's Ricardo. The, no, the, I got a good what's one. What's the one-liner? That I got to go on. I, I got a good one. Yeah. I got a good one. No, it's not a good one. I just want to ask you, like, yeah. uh, what does it take to be an Airbnb owner? Host. Yeah. Or a host. <laughs> well, and this is not a smart-ass answer. It's a dead-honest answer. It, it takes a property. Okay. Because, honestly... Like, I'm not even kidding because like, when I came up with the idea, I was listing my house on Airbnb. I started YouTubing Google and like doing some research and everyone just said, list it, list it, list it. So I was like, fuck, I was like, all I need is a property. Thankfully I like secured a property and you know, it, it took a while, but I need to get the place furnished and at least have the necessities, right? And uh, the first time I listed it, I had like the bare minimum couches, TV, bed, and like that's probably it, you know. And uh, and my goal from the beginning was get five star ratings, and I thought the best way to do that was like customer service. 100%. So yeah, so I I figured okay, fuck, let me like I went out of my way to make sure my first like two three guests felt like they were comfortable you know so maybe the place wasn't the most beautiful <laughs> maybe the place wasn't wasn't the most beautiful but they had what they needed and they felt like they could reach out to me had anything gone wrong you know what, what was I mean? it was it hard to set up the whole airbnb profile and all that shit uh no honestly like that's it, easy eh? it was so easy it was probably like a five minute process um is there a lot of paperwork to do it well Airbnb is 
an electronic app. Well, so like, there's, you know what I mean? Well, I just say paperwork. Like, you have yeah, to, like, you no, no, like, oh, okay, my bad, my Like, no, is there insurance? You have to, like, prove, you have to, yeah, you have like, to homeowner. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, I'm asking, like, the little details. So yeah. it'd be, like, I need my homeownership. Like, do I have insurance? Do I provide, like... Yeah, like, what kind of questions does Airbnb yeah. ask of you? Yeah. That's, that's, no, no. yeah. that, that, that's a good question. That's my bad. Yeah. So... It's cool. It, I always got good questions. Y'all are assholes. So, uh... You don't always have good questions. It's only when he stayed, it's a good question. It's very... Like, Airbnb was very, uh... Very, like, accommodating. So, you don't have to submit anything. Um... The only in terms of paperwork, like no pictures or proof of ownership or nothing. No, like the, the, the only thing I needed to do was uh, was call my insurance, my home insurance, like agent or whatever, whatever. Santiago. Yeah. Big, big shout out. Santiago um, Pinto. Yeah. The plug for insurance. Uh, no way. So I, I just yeah. I just sent. Well, I was dealing with somebody Colombiano. else. Yeah. I was dealing with I was dealing with somebody else through Santiago from the same company. And I just, I called her or I sent her an email and said, Hey, uh, I'm actually listing my house on Airbnb. I think I need to update my insurance policy and my coverage. She said, yeah, no problem. Uh, we'll mail you your new coverage. Here's your new rate. And that was it. So I didn't need to sign anything. Yeah. But I think we might have a Instagram live question. We Ooh, ooh, good question. Uh, good so question. I'm, I'm guessing that's for me because I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, far, yeah. so far, at least, like yeah. no one else here's listed on Airbnb. Um, I haven't had a crazy experience. I've, I think, I've had four people stay at my property so far, and in the next month, between now and the end of October, I've got another five or six scheduled. So I haven't had any like bad experiences. Um, no. I've had. Sorry, go ahead. No shitty toilets, no uh no like no no done dishes, like no uh like I, I had a family stay here for fifteen days. Uh it was a family like just moved here from Columbia because the mom was going to college at Fanshawe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might know him. Yeah, okay. From no, I don't. And, <laughs> no, but, I don't, I don't. Well no, no, let me get into it, you know? And <laughs> it, it, it wasn't by any means a bad experience. It was just like a like a heartwarming experience because I, uh, the mom messaged me the one day and she was like, Hey, we broke, uh, like the railing for the curtains in the one bedroom. Um, and she messaged me like Saturday at 10 PM. So I said, okay, no problem. I'll be there Sunday morning and I'll fix it. So I I come here like Sunday morning at like eight in the morning and, uh, I'm in the bedroom trying to like fix the railing for them or or, sorry. Uh, like the curtain rod, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I bring a drill, you know, some drill bits, some screws, whatever. And uh, so I'm in the bedroom trying to fix the curtain rod for them just so they can have some privacy at night. And and then they have two little kids running around. And as I'm like trying to fix the curtain rod, she says like, oh, hey, because um, I think their checkout day was September 7th. And then she goes, so like after september 7th like is it possible we can stay here a bit longer because so their whole thing was they're moving here from columbia so she can go to college and they stayed at my place for 15 days because that's the longest i allowed them to book it until they found like permanent rental in the city and i was like 
no like sorry like i have a couple bookings after oh right after eh? yeah and uh so for me it was tough because not that they were in a bad position like i'm sure they were they're well off and i'm sure they're you know able to take care of themselves but the way i looked at it was fuck here's a family with two little kids right and i just told her after september 7th basically in my mind in my mind i was saying after september 7th you're homeless right so i said but uh i said i don't know anyone with like rental properties but i said let me see what i can do for you yeah so my actually my real estate mortgage guy sebastian who you dealt with i said here's his number i said give him a call really i i even texted you and i said I just thought maybe like I the odd you chance. asked me if I knew like anybody yeah. who was renting. I, I just time. thought maybe like you had a relative with a rental property. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I reached out to a couple people on Instagram saying, "Hey, like, do you have a rental property, etc., uh, etc." Et you know, yeah. are we all good over there or what? <laughs> so, fucking background. So you know, long story short, it's not a bad experience, but it just it just made me feel bad because there was a family with kids right yeah yeah um, so you kind of so like I, I i did everything i could to help them and i messaged her the next few days with multiple numbers saying call this person call this person you know do this do that so yeah. okay question yeah question so when you was alive or it's just just not, use a microwave not gonna lie it sounds like there's a bunch of rats in the background scratching shit Question, because because Brandon's idea. It was not. All right. Okay. No question for real. Here's a microwave. Facts. Because a lot of our, a lot of the audience here is from London, and I know that when you book an Airbnb place, you gotta sort of tell the host what your plans are. What is what does somebody book, or what is what have people told you when they're booking in London, here? Yeah. What are they coming to do here? Uh, so that that's so if you turn off uh instant booking you actually have to message your person and say why you're coming to that place okay right so for example my place i turned off instant booking so you can't just book my place right, I have so to, they gotta tell you so i, I have to approve it mm-hmm. um so people will just message me um like i had somebody message me for you know next weekend or next week i think a thursday Mm-hmm. she's like hey i'm coming from london uh just come down for a business trip right right and then i have the option to approve Is it, it mostly or, business trips or like mostly uh, to be honest like that that's the first uh request i've had for a business trip okay um toretto you know, that's toretto out there yeah sure uh you know th- th- then there's people there there's people that literally just say uh you know me and a friend me and a couple of friends are coming down for a concert or mm. to be fair, like I'm not the most knowledgeable uh, on this question just because I've only had, you know, so many bookings. Right. But um, I've had it before where I, I was going out of town and I booked an Airbnb. Right. And I would just say, you know, me and so-and-so are coming to town, you know. You'd to, say whatever. To go see this or go see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the, the whole reason, the whole reason I uh, turned off instant booking is because like this is my first property. So mm-hmm. I'm, although like my family lives in London and I can always go home, this is like my house too, right? So yeah. I kind of, I want to enjoy the place a bit too. Um, so I don't want just people coming and going no, as often as possible, right? I'm sure once w- once I get to the point where 
I have a couple properties or even uh, renovate the downstairs, then I won't even right. care. Right. Right. The, the whole purpose of one of the two floors will be strictly Airbnb and cash flow. Sure. Right. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was wondering because, you know, here in London, we always say that there's nothing to do. So I thought, you uh, know, people that book an Airbnb is like, thing. what are you doing here in London? <laughs> yeah. Why I'm, are you coming down to London for? I'm not, I'm not plugging my Airbnb, but I'm plugging my Airbnb. Right. So <laughs> right. here we're in the, uh, Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, Tell me Bruce. about it. Tell me about your Airbnb. <laughs> the why? So, why should you book here? Man, Brute so, District. I, swear you I know, triangle was in I know ocean. fan, fan nah, shots man. around here. We're real close to downtown. Nah, also. breweries? Hey, hey, factory. Tell them about the breweries. Ig- Tell them about the Fanshawe. breweries. Ignore downtown. Funshaw. Walk, Fanshawe, walk Fanshawe. 500 meters south of here. You're at Powerhouse Brewery. Walk 350 meters north of here. You're at Anderson's Craft. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even fucking know. One of the best. One of the best. And then, I don't know, somewhere over there is uh, (laughs) London Brewing Company. Hard. Yeah. That's why I call this Airbnb Beer Muta Triangle. Beer Muta. Because you Uh, get lost. If you want to get lit, you come here. Was that that a strategy play? Was that something that, that, like, when you bought this property, were you like, it's the middle of everything? No. When I bought this property, it was strictly lucky and strictly desperation and strictly. I need a property and right. I need a piece of real estate I need I need a piece of real estate to my name yeah um, and then like you know and then one I, I got the keys it was a headache like you know about the process that was and, a fucking crazy girl. yeah can we, we get that story on is this we can, so sh- can well, we get that story on the podcast bro we, the motorcycle well, I, yeah like um, I mean, if you, I mean, no, no, we, we, we can definitely get into it. Like maybe, I don't know if we want to get breeze it now. Breeze over, breeze over. Yeah, breeze over. yeah just like, we don't have to. Like, no, 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 no. We, yeah, it, it, it's not that oh. it was a, it's not that it was a stressful day. It was a stressful, like four or five months. Right. So yes. we'll, we'll get into it at some point. Like if I get into it now, it'll take us another four hours <laughs> and it'll bring the whole injury down. But it, it, it literally got to the point where I thought, fuck, I'm not going to get this house and I'm going to get sued because I'm breaching my like agreement, uh, my purchase sale and whatever. Yeah. So, so when I, when I got the keys at that point, I was like, fuck, I didn't even think about Airbnb. I was like, okay, let me go one day at a time. And then once I settled in, got some, you know, furniture, uh, then I looked into Airbnb. I did my research. I went on Airbnb and pretended like I was going to rent a house in London, just seeing what like uh, some of the competition was like. Yeah. And I literally went on my laptop, searched up local Airbnbs, and then on my phone, uh, created my ad. Right. So I would take work, not wording, but take ideas, certain like titles, descriptions, ideas, what they mentioned about their property and then mention that relevant detail about my property yeah. beautiful garden Look, yeah uh yeah, yeah. so mimic you just mimic yeah. exactly uh, mentioned like, mentioned my sunroom with the beautiful yeah. sunset yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you garden, know you garden yeah. every weekend you also see his backyard it's yeah. beautiful it's backyard beautiful. yeah i'm in the patio patio's fire too oh yeah yeah i mean who, who, who did the patio uh so uh here's the thing so <laughs> plug, i i put plug. in I'm not trying to plug in. No, plug, <laughs> plug it in. No, no. Plug it in. Plug it in. Listen, not, we don't have no advertisements yet. I'm not Remember, here. they're paid. Listen, listen. <laughs> but you can plug in yourself yeah. in. No, no, no. I'm not here to plug anyone. 
but I'm here to plug myself. So <laughs> we, we hired a con, uh, company, Debonkey Construction Incorporated, which is actually my company. Uh, oh, you hired oh, them. Oh, yeah. So some, of the, some of the best bricklayers in London, right? Yeah. So we, we uh. specialize in like brickstone block masonry and brick and stone driveway patio repairs. So I, I put in a patio on the back. I think it's 11 by 16 foot stone patio. Um, I don't know where wow. we're going with that. But no, yeah. I'm just saying it's, but it's, it's beautiful. It's, like it's a vibe, yeah. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. You know, I put the patio on the back, some solar lights surrounding it, yeah. and a That probably brings pit. the property like, more in value. Like, like, like in, in terms of refinancing, I don't know how much value that would bring specifically, but in terms of Airbnb and... Uh, like, I've learned so far with Airbnb, the main thing is just, like, having people leave a positive review, right? It's all about the experience. So, like, you look at my house, hardwood's outdated, you know, kitchen counters outdated, washrooms outdated. Those are all projects I'm leaving for next year. So, people might come here and say, oh, fuck, like, this house isn't the prettiest. But do they have a good time here? Yeah, do they have exactly. a couple drinks on the patio? Do they light a fire, make some Fox. s'mores? You yeah, know what Fox. I mean? So did, the amenities. Did, yeah. Did I, did I tell them, hey, if you need anything, reach out. Did I leave some, some recommendations? Yeah, so you're yeah. in the customer service business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, especially because I don't have, like, I'm not, I'm not providing the best quality. Because there's, there's, no, no, like, there, there, there's like uh, real estate investors who have multiple properties and they have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. Where they can afford to you make know, their Airbnb repair, like that exactly, yeah, yeah make exactly. it look spectacular, right? The, like yeah. you mind, this is my first property, yeah. right? So at some point, I'll make this a great property, but I, you know, I just moved in months ago, right? So fact. So I like, until I get there, I can uh, speak facts. to that on the other end. I was just in an Airbnb last weekend, and it wasn't the greatest Airbnb. It wasn't the fucking nicest, but the fact that the lady had like pamphlets everywhere about like things to do. And the fact that she cares so much about her host made that Airbnb better than getting like a fucking mansion with the pool. Straight Straight up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I could Straight care less. Of, yeah. I mean, and obviously that's nice, but like yeah. the fact that she took the time to like have pamphlets, have like yeah. have a whole little itinerary of like yeah. if you want to do this, this is what you have to do. She had she had what? She had chips for us, yo. So, she had a little, she had a little goodie bag oh, yeah, yeah. of so, like shit for us, like yo, that's that's hard. Yeah. Oh, one so, thing I'm, oh, I, was, I was gonna say thank you, Laura, for bringing that up because, um, because what I did was like, I was like, fuck, like, what what can I do to make at make least the first year yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, me and my sister made a Costco run, like probably the week before I listed on Airbnb. Yeah. I bought like a box of you know those personal size trip bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I. I'm a slut for pecan. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, I'll be honest. So, what do you do for it? What would you do yeah, for it? Anything, anything, well, anything, yo. Talk to me. Talk to He'll me. run it. Talk to me dirty. <laughs> yeah. I would do for a pecan butter tart. I would do anything. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so I'm at Costco, and yeah, the best. So I'm at I'm at uh, Costco, and they have like a box of twelve pecan butter tarts yeah. for like six ninety nine. You, so you bought two. He left six. He so, left so, like, so not only did I say he left two. No, no, not not only dealt with the rest. Not only did I say I don't even need a slut out for these. <laughs> I said these are cheap as fuck. So 
I bought a box or two or three of those. Yeah, you did. Some yeah, chips. You did. Yeah, you did. And and then I bought like a little uh like a storage bin or whatever, like a little so basket. A little basket, yeah. And I left it on the dining room table. So each guest I would check in, I would leave like two butter tarts. Right. Oh, and yeah. you know, a few bags of chips. Yeah. And then the uh like a welcome book yeah. saying, Here's the Wi Fi, whatever. So so, so I'm, it's uh, I was just gonna finish. Yeah. Bro, so I no. So let me get in there. It, it, it's funny that no no it, it, it's like crazy that Sergio mentions like staying let at an Airbnb with, with the bag of chips because like I did the same thing, you know. Yeah. Talk to us, Jordan. Talk to no, us. No, I just want to ask. Let it out. Let it out. I, mean this, I just want to ask. Is like customer service is it not the best way to get business? No, it is. That's how you retain <laughs> customers. That's how you retain. I love people. how you just jump in, really. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> Okay, yo, how long have you been running for it? I two swear we've been at least an hour. They're how long have you been? They're already eating. They're already eating. Almost two hours? Whatever. Oh, like a good hour and a half. Hour and a half. Okay, okay. just wrap it up. This is good. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah let's, we're going to be at like an hour and a half, right? Like it was an hour. Like <laughs> this has been a big episode. Do you guys want to wrap it up with like a little Jordan, fun Jordan, question? Jordan, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up with a fun question. Wrap it up with a fun question. Well, I don't know, but I don't have a fun question, but oh, I got a question. I have a good one, though. I thought maybe you guys... <laughs> yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Coke has a good one. Let's wrap it well, up with this last question. question. All right, all right, all right. right. So listen, for everyone who had a first-time experience, what would you share on going on live to everyone? Like, first-time experience on live? Yeah. Um, well, literally. That, that was probably my first time going live, but... I don't know. I didn't even think about it. Didn't even look at <laughs> yeah. it. Like, I, f- I forgot. I, I think we're alive for, like, such a small amount of time that we probably didn't even pay attention to it. Fair but, like... Yeah. Or just being on camera, too, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been around the camera. And that was a back. fucking great way to wrap it up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yo, yo <laughs> th- th- thank you, everyone. Yo. Shout out Jordan for the good question. If, that was yeah, yeah. fucking... Yeah. And if, no, out of... All his good questions. Can we say that was the worst good question? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, listen, I'm not gonna li- Can I? Go ahead, Bobby. I was just going to say, listen, your host will be back with better stuff. <laughs> we, got, we got the crew. The crew sucks. You know, we're out of here. But, yo, no. make sure you like, subscribe, you comment. And honestly, at the end of the day, thank you oh. for, for everyone who supported the marathon. That was actually huge. I want to give a special shout out to Sergio, Laura, um, David Davies, Jeff Espinoza, Brian Espinoza, those guys literally were like in it, like in it, like go puppy, go, go, go. Like without without the whole community, like like we're not doing this. So like yeah. thank you to everyone supporting New Vida, New Vida, let's talk and like that's a fucking rap. Let's go. Yes, Done. Easy. <laughs>